I'm feeling imposter syndrome around this right now. And then when you pull it out of your head, it's all of a sudden like it doesn't actually have the power anymore. It doesn't mean you don't have the feelings anymore, but it doesn't have that power. And then you can actually talk about it. And sometimes it can feel really silly or sometimes it can go, oh, it's because I'm not doing this thing over here. Because I'm not doing this thing over here, I have imposter syndrome around this because I don't feel authentic. Okay, so now I know I need to work on. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lessa Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad Kroll, and I are going to talk about the shifting convo I had with Casey, Joe, or Vetus in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that episode, go back, listen to that one, and then come back to this one, or listen to this one and listen to that one, or listen to this one and another one, and then come back to that one. You get to do whatever order of, of podcast listening you want to do. And um, I'm really excited because if it sounds like we're in a different room or if you're watching this on YouTube and you're like, whose five-year-old bedroom are you in? Yeah, that's what it feels like, definitely. <laughs> it also may sound different than uh, normal because uh, we are not at home. No, um, actually, so here's the deal. There's so many things that are happening in the world right now, right? That it's like, you want to do them all. And um, I believe in pauses. We believe in the power of the pause. And a girlfriend of mine, Kareen Walsh, who was actually, and and Dr. Kelly Bender, who are both have been guests on this podcast, they were both going to be in Scottsdale. Well, they were both in Scottsdale, Arizona for different conferences at the same time. It's a 45 minute flight. I didn't know that. Yeah. So Yeah. So I, there are different conferences at the same time. And so they're like, hey, do you want to come to Arizona and hang with us? And I was like, yeah, I do. So I was like, I was like, okay, I'm going to go there. But then, um, barely Canadian was supposed to have a, a fashion show and they're like, Hey, are you gonna be able to come to our fashion show? And I was like, I think I can do that. And then you were like, <laughs> well, I'm so we're supposed to go camping. And I was like, well, I can do all the things. So let me just tell you, if you really want to do things, you probably can make it happen. So what was the original plan was I was going to fly to Arizona as a hang with Kareen and Kelly, which I did do. But then the fashion show got moved to June 5th which is my dad's birthday. So I can't do that. However, when we planned this, I was like flying from Arizona to LA, then taking an Amtrak train to Josh to Palm Springs where Brad was going to pick me up in Palm Springs to go to Joshua Tree. Anyways, then this incredible thing happened. We're supposed to have an amazing phone call interview with this incredible magazine I didn't want to miss. So then we had to like add a hotel in there and then the fashion show got moved. So anyways, fast forward, rewind. I flew from Arizona to hang out with my girlfriends. Then I flew to Palm Springs. I'm in this pretty, pretty princess room because it's the only room available in Palm Springs on a Sunday during all these festivals. And um, Brad is here. We're recording these podcasts before we go to Joshua Tree to hang out in his cactus garden. Heck yeah. (laughs) I'm so excited. That is not what I was super excited about. (laughs) But 
But I wanted to make sure. We little all wanted, side note. Yeah. Little side note. We just wanted to make sure that you knew why we're in a weird space. And it's not a five-year-old's room. This is a hotel room. You can <laughs> you can get this. But they didn't pay me for this podcast. So I'm not telling you who it is. Okay. Coming up in a couple of weeks, I am going to be with Erica Quest teaching a six-hour pre-con at Momentum Fest. If you don't remember Jessica Vallant, she was on our show last year. Um, she's yeah. incredible. Brad and I love Momentum Fest, and Brad's going to be there with our booth. I'm teaching at the festival all weekend long. So if you live in Denver, if you can get yourself to Denver, you need to be going to Momentum Fest. So check that out. And it's a movement festival, so it's not just Pilates. They have all sorts of uh, yoga modalities bar, there. Yeah, and um, and it's also just a great time. It's, it's so just great people. It's a really fun vibe, and we've. We, the first year we did it because our, our friends were doing it, hosting yeah. it. And mm-hmm. we were like, oh, well, of course, we'll come in and support you. Yeah. And it was so much fun. We were like, well, you're going to do it again next year, right? Because we're coming. <laughs> yeah. And then um, and then we actually didn't do the next one. <laughs> well, then, yeah. But the next one, Brazil. we were out Brazil. of the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, but we believe in it so much. We sent everyone there. And um, we have gone back every year since. We're yeah. really excited about it. We'll have the flashcards there. We've got the book there. It's just a lot of fun. There's a solstice party. You can buy one-day tickets, two-day tickets. You can buy the pre-con without coming. Or you can cover the whole thing. Just get your fast to at Momentum Fest, Okay. And then one more thing I'm super excited about because it's coming up quick. I can't believe how fast this summer is going, Brad. Yeah, I know. So Elevate, if you remember, if you've been listening for a long time, Elevate is my mentorship program for Pilates instructors who are wanting to elevate their practice, their connection to the method and how they teach the method. And our first round sold out. It's been incredible. It's a nine month program. Anyways, We are about to open up the doors for the second round. Yes, I said second round. I'm going to do it. After all, um, we are just confirming all the dates around the retreats, but we're taking fewer people this time. So if you are wanting to be on uh, invited to that mentorship, you actually do need to get onto the wait list because we are going to invite those people first, first come, first serve applications. So you need to go to lesleylogan.co slash elevate. Great, great. So you're going to go there to get on the wait list. All right, loves, I want you to be listening in. If you are a teacher or a studio owner, I want you at my house. I mean, I've heard that we had an incredible business retreat here in Las Vegas in March, and it was beyond incredible. And the wins I've been hearing out of our retreaters since they left, it's only been a month, is out of this world, insane, so amazing. And so if you are feeling like you're in monotony mode, that you are stuck, that you're just continuing to be in this hamster wheel and nothing is actually going, or you actually don't even know where to go next. I want you here, okay? I want you in the community. I want you in the container. I wanna hug you and also help you with your business. And Brad's here. We've got Monica from Girl Squad and her whole team here to do photos and some amazing adventures in between. So do not wait. You will definitely wanna be at our fall retreat. It's October 5th to the 9th. We're already one third sold out at the time that I'm recording this. So come on, join us at profitablepilates.com slash retreat profitablepilates.com slash retreat. We'll see you in Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, We have an audience question, I think. Yeah. This is funny. This one made me laugh. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'll, uh, I will let you read it because it's about me. Yeah. So I got a question. Did I see that Brad does have an Instagram account? And it's been kind of funny because the whole time it's like Brad's on Instagram. He's on social. He's on social. But Brad, did you? Did you? I totally did. Um, I was uh, I was inspired uh, by our publicist. Uh, she said, Brad, you talk about cactuses so much. You should have an Instagram about that. And I was like, I 
would totally do that. I'm totally doing that. Mm -hmm. And so we brainstormed a lot of different names and ultimately uh, got uh, Cactus Daddy. Mm -hmm. That's Cactus underscore Daddy, D-A-D-D-I-E. Yeah. Uh, And uh, so if you love seeing plants that uh, somehow magically survive in jungles and deserts, cactus, cacti, they all, they do succulents as well. Um, I'm infatuated with them and, uh, everywhere I go now, they just kind of jump out at me and I take pictures of them and, uh, it's just a lot of fun. So come join me, come join him. If you want to see the cactuses, he's already been getting feedback on, on his account. So, (laughs) I have. (laughs) so, you know what, everyone, no one is immune to feedback on their and social media. All right. All right, where my teacher's at, my studio owners, my apprentices at, my home studio owners, independent teachers, I'm talking to you. I want you to listen up right now. Here's the deal. There's so much admin that is required to run a business and it could mean the difference between you growing your business and you having time off. And the important thing to me is that you have time off. You have time away from your business because you do not work 24 seven. And I know you're thinking, oh, it's just one hour on this one day or it's not really a big deal. My clients text me and then I book them. And you know, I really like to book them because I like to be in control. Stop right there. (laughs) Here's the deal. You have to have a barrier between you and your business it is so important that you get to have a day off where you are not being texted by a client who wants to reschedule a session from two weeks from today, but then they want a day that you don't have and you're going back and forth. It's just this once. It's not just this once. It's happening too often. And so I want you to try the 30 day trial of the scheduling tool that I have partnered up with. It is freaking amazing. They have over 33 features. I have a coaching video for each one of those features to let you know if it's right for your business. And every single week, anybody who's using my version of the scheduling tool gets coaching tips from me. That's right, coaching tips from me. So you are not alone in running your business and you get to feel like you have this 24 seven assistant you've always wanted. Plus they have an incredible support team, like literally real life human beings who will help you transfer from whatever tool you have to theirs. And if you don't have one yet, they're still gonna be able to help you. Do not be scared of the tech. I promise you, your phone is more technological than what you're going to be using for the scheduling tool. So go to Profitable Pilates, slash scheduling tool, profitable Pilates slash scheduling tool to get on this 30 day trial. All right, let's talk about Casey Joe or Vidas uh, obsessed with the connection between mindset and health behaviors. Uh, Casey Joe went and got a PhD in psychology to study growth versus the fixed mindset. Okay, uh, growth versus fixed. And that's key. Uh, it was a great conversation. Uh, she then developed her own program, uh, Health Mindset Coaching Certification, uh, and started her health and fitness coaching business, KJO Coaching. She is a determined woman working to blend psychology and health to help her clients develop lasting change. Yeah. Uh, and I just wanted to say, first off, I had no idea that like mindset wasn't just a uh, a concept, but it was a science. There's science behind mindset. I know everyone thinks so. It's a woo-woo, but it's it's actually completely scientifically based. So yeah. So like this, you know, like I guess it made sense to me that she studied psychology, of course. Uh, but then after getting the the foundation, her you know in psychology, then went on to do her uh, study in mindset, mm-hmm. and so that I found that really uh, really surprising. Yeah, I didn't know that. I love it. I love it. Well. You mentioned this already in her bio, so I'm going to start with it. Um, One thing I love that she talked about is the growth versus fixed mindset. And I think this is really a cool topic. I find that when we can, we can actually like 
label something, it makes it easier for us to understand what's happening. So I, this weekend had a completely, a complete moment of a fixed mindset. And so just so you know, I think we talked about this in the podcast interview. You don't just like get a growth mindset and like, (laughs) you're done, (laughs) like nailed it. Right. Like you actually have to keep working at that. So, um, so just so you know, if you have days where you like are like abundance, like I can do it all. And like, like you don't see things as holding you back or like, you don't see someone else's success as a, as a reason you can't have it. That doesn't mean you're never going to have those moments where you're like, I can't, you know, or this isn't working. I'm not good enough. Like you're going to have, you're a human being, but well, also too, there's more than it's not like, um, you're not like, uh, chasing the, um, uh, the, the, the mindset unicorn. And once you caught the, the unicorn, you're good for the rest of your life. Right. It's also like spread out across different topics too, mm-hmm. right? You may have, um, really worked on your money mindset, let's say. Yeah. Um, uh, but your, uh, you know, your confidence in yourself in dating maybe isn't there. Right. So you're, you, you, you it's, it's not like once you got it one place, you nailed it everywhere either. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really important because I think that's where like, we can talk about this later in the episode, but like, I think that's where imposter syndrome comes in because you like, you feel like you're good here, but you're not good there. And I see this with our agency members all the time. They're like, yeah, but I got it here and now I don't have it here. And it's like, right. Cause it's, <laughs> I mean, Casey talked about that yeah. too. She, she's like, you know, even after five years of studying mindset and understanding, you know, everything behind it, the foundation of it and why it happens, she said, she still catches herself limiting herself and creating these limiting beliefs mm-hmm. of like, I always, I can't not, that's not for me. Like these kinds of, uh, uh, words that are, uh, associated with a, yeah. a fixed yeah. mindset as opposed to a growth mindset. And, and well, I, I think we talked about this on Michael and Broken's episode. Like the worst thing you can say is that's just who I am. Yes. That's the worst that, thing you can say. And that, that was fixed, the episode. That was a, a great episode. That's a fixed mindset. So, so right. I, I highly recommend you know, think about, listen to the words you're saying. If it's can't, not good enough. I'm not, the, I, I don't know enough. Or that's, that's not just, for me. That's not, uh, that's just who I am. Yep. Just explore those. It's okay to like, look, there's like, I'm not like, not a lot of foods are for me, but <laughs> right. So like, that's fine. But, uh, but like, just be mindful of what you're saying about yourself because that fixed mindset could be like literally starts to limit you and like limit you in, in other areas. I think this is a great uh, opportunity to um, talk about the why. The why? You, yeah, you know, the whys of um, uh, uh, asking yourself the seven whys. Oh, you yeah. You know, like that, this is a- well, uh, funny, I just saw him. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah, so, so the seven layers to why is from Dean Graziosi. And the most hilarious thing is I just told Brad, hey, I just saw him while I was having breakfast with Kareen in Arizona. So like, so speaking of Dean, um, <laughs> you weren't in that part of that conversation, but now you are. Um, it's just like, uh, why, why do I, his is more like, why do you want to do this? Like, why do I want to write a book? Because I want to get my message out there. Why do you want to get your message out there? Because my message could change lives. Why do you want to change lives? Because I, um, I grew up with people who told me I couldn't do anything. Like, why is that important to you? Why, why, why? Until you get to the whole thing, which is like, I don't ever want anyone to ever live in a world where they can't believe in what they do. Like, or I don't want to like, it's not, you know, so, um, it's a, it's a fascinating dive into, mm -hmm. uh, your own thinking. And this is actually something that, uh, uh, we didn't pick as a talking point, but, uh, Casey Joe was talking about, um, uh, 
uh, uh, researching your own mind mm -hmm. and listening to the words that circulate uh, in your own thoughts. And then, you know, but this researching your own mind, uh, that is a great tool. The wise mm -hmm. is a great tool um, to, to yeah. understanding you, yourself. And you can also go, you can also do the, why do I think that? Who told me that? And that goes yeah. with like Thor, right? When we have that guest Thor, he's like, sure. who says I can't do that? And, 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 it, and, you know, Byron Katie talks about this a lot, where it's just like, it's like, who would you be if you didn't have this fixed mindset? Who would you be if you didn't have the thought you couldn't do the thing? You'd be the or, person who could who, do the thing. Or what would the person who uh, could do that thing, what would they be doing? Yep. Or how would they be thinking? Oh, hey, be it till you see it. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> we could just go on and on about this whole thing. It could be, its, I mean, it should be its own episode. We just had it with Casey. So at any rate, um, I think it, to wrap this up with a little bow and it kind of leads into your thing. It is okay if you have a fixed mindset moment. You're a human being. Yeah. What you then need to do is explore that in your mind, in, a, in, a, in writing, in conversation with others around it so that you can pull it into, so you can pull yourself into a growth mindset aspect. And what will happen is you'll get faster and faster at doing this. Your fixed mindset right, you'll identify it. might take you six months to get over them. But then after that, you are able to do it in six weeks and then it's in six days and then it's in six minutes. You're like, oh, what is that thought? Oh, hello, old thought coming back in. Nice to see you. We don't agree with that anymore. You know, like you get to, um, there's the author of chatter, like people use their own name to talk them to themselves when they were trying to like train a thought over and it, you might sound like a crazy person, but you're not like, there's actually science around that. So anyways, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with it. Anyways, what did you love? Um, well, I am so, uh, I'm glad we're, we're digging into growth versus fixed mindset because mm -hmm. I know that's one of the things we talk about so much uh, on the show and in our webinars with Profitable Pilates. But uh, one of the consistently recurring uh, struggles that we've been told people are, are really digging into is imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And also, I mean, or experiencing, not necessarily digging into, but experiencing. And I know this is something that I also deal with, I, you also deal with, um, <laughs> imposter syndrome. Oh, right? yeah. And, uh, when we when we talk about imposter syndrome, I know it makes me feel small. Like it makes me feel like like oh yeah, you know, like I'm just not good enough for the thing. Or I, why am I? How how why are people listening to me? How do yeah. I have the authority to do all this kind of stuff? And I want to kind of flip this the, the perspective of it. Mm -hmm. Typically, we associate it with fear, negativity, right? Um, well, when we go in, people go into, I see it all the time in the people we coach or even in our OPC group, if they feel like an imposter, they go into like a shame spiral and then it goes into a fixed mindset and then it's like right. this whole thing and it's like, yeah. Anyway. Well, so I want to flip it though, because uh, uh, one thing that Casey Joe mentioned was um, uh, having imposter syndrome definitely means you're not a narcissist. <laughs> Right. So it's not a bad thing. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Like yeah. sometimes uh, uh, I, I think it's helpful to acknowledge that, you know, we really do care about our work. We do care that we're conveying a message that is going to be helpful for people and beneficial for people. Um, you know, so it's funny because everything has a plus and a minus, even imposter syndrome. Well, I also think like it shows you care. Like, yeah. It just shows you care. And also it might even show you that, you know, more, cause when you know more then you know, you don't know, what you don't know. Oh yeah. You know that's I mean? another, that's another and thing like, that two of you talked the about. The more that, you know, the more you learn what you don't know. And that like yeah. creates this own impot, like, yeah, <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just, like new level, new devil. So, you know, I think, um, I love that you brought this up because 
I think it's just, it's okay to just call it out. I'm feeling, we do this all the time. In yeah. the house. Like, I'm feeling imposter syndrome around this right now. And then when you pull it out of your head, it's all of a sudden, like, it doesn't actually have the power anymore. It doesn't mean you don't have the feelings anymore, but it doesn't have that power. And then you can actually talk about it. And sometimes it can feel really silly or sometimes it can go, oh, it's because I'm not doing this thing over here. Because I'm not doing this thing over here. I have imposter syndrome around this because I don't feel authentic. Okay, so now I know I need to work on. Yeah. And uh, one thing you can do uh, is actually uh, write this down because I find it a lot easier when I'm looking at something uh, is then I can kind of analyze it from the other side. Right? This this is all mindset, right? Like how, when, you, when you're receiving something in and it's negative, well, how do we, from an objective perspective, like third party, what if you could stand on the side of yourself and look at this happening to you? How do you look at it and see what could be positive about that, right? So if you're uh, experiencing um, uh, imposter syndrome in a way of like, I don't know why I'm the one that was picked to teach this class or something like that, write that down. Um, and then mm. I think that will allow you, like, I don't know why I was picked for this you know, then it will allow you to go, maybe I was picked for this for something else. And you can kind of see that uh, yeah. when, when, when you're looking at it, I find it's easier. And it's, this is a very strange internal dialogue. And it's only really uh, started to be available uh, since I started doing journaling. Because I've never really written things down, especially my feelings in that way or like what I'm struggling with or, or worried about. And, um, you know, it, when you're just writing it out, suddenly you can can say, all right, well, what if, what if this was a positive for me instead of a negative? How does that look? What is that actually? And yeah. then you can focus on that. Yeah. And maybe, maybe you write down the questions you're going to ask yourself when you're having imposter syndrome, when you're not having it so that you have this list next to your desk. So it's like, I don't like, then you can like go through the questions that work for you. Um, I really like that. All right. So finally, let's talk about those be it action items uh, that you covered with Casey, Joe, or Vitas. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo? Um, I will jump in right here. Um, and we I kind of already hint, hinted at this. Uh, <laughs> actually, it looks like I hinted at both of ours. Uh, <laughs> but um, researching your thoughts. We were talking about those seven whys. Um, where did this thought come from? So uh, if you... This is the fixed versus um, um, uh, open growth, sorry, growth mindsets, right? Uh, where did that thought come from? Was that like something you inherited from a family member, from a teacher, from another friend of yours, from a, an experience um, that, that personally happened to you? Um, why is that thought there? Is that thought really true? Mm -hmm. What is the evidence for that thought being true? What is the evidence against that thought? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, be basically like a researcher of your own uh, mindset, your own mentality, you know, why are you doing the things that you're doing and, and be willing to actually look at it. Yeah. I really love that. I mean, we did this when we were doing the artist way and like, yeah. I like was like, Oh, I don't cook because of this one time my grandfather yelled at me about how I made a grilled cheese sandwich is that really like what stopped me from learning how to cook? And it's also so, uh, like so silly. Well, it's also, you know, funny because I, I, I think that is a fascinating example um, in that you never told me that story before. I know. And we've been married for a long time and I've never heard that. 
And suddenly through the process of journaling, you were like, I just remembered something. Yeah. And I, I wonder, I wonder if this is part of my mindset Yeah. around cooking. Yeah. And you know, I mean like, and I know that sounds like, oh, Leslie, it's just cooking. It's like, yeah, but that stop that has stopped me from cooking for years, y'all. Like we're talking, Brad goes away and I'm like, I think I'm gonna have some almonds for dinner. I think that's good. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for postmates. Okay. Um, here's me. Uh well, I just want to give you to to a, a little shout out. Since discovering that, uh-huh. what were the action items that you took? Oh, I started cooking a new recipe a week from this new from this cookbook from a restaurant that I love in Seam Reap. And I would have cooked a new recipe this week, but Brad cooked my cauliflower and that was supposed to be for cauliflower bites. So we will, we will start that when we get back. We will, I will put a big fat post-it note. Don't cook this head of cauliflower. It's for my new experiment. That's so funny. I didn't know that, mm-hmm. but, 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 uh, the reason I wanted to, um, uh, keep talking about this is because you identified it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you talked about it and then you made a, you made yeah. a decision yeah. and you took action and well, inf- it goes into my, my be it action item, which is write it out. What can you start today? There you go. And I uh, thank you for setting me up for that. <laughs> um, and, and so what, that's what I did. Like, I was like, okay, how, like, how can I start something small today? I don't want to take a cooking class y'all. Like I, I, I know I'm on a hobby hunt. That is not, that's not something I want. I want that kind of pressure. I just wanted it to be fun and easy. And so the first thing I made were these like fudge brownie, they're supposed to be balls, but I made them bites and they're amazing. And so it was like what I, I looked at all the recipes and I looked at which one would be the easiest one to start with. I did not take on, there's this one that I was like, Oh, I love that recipe, but I didn't take it on because it was like a little bit outside my element. So I took on what I could. And so I did write it out. I did look at it and I thought about like, okay, what are some ways I can make this happen? And, you know, we have a lot of people who talk about writing things out in their beat action items. And this one was really specific. What can you literally do starting today? And so I feel like that's an even better beat action item than just write it out. It's like, what is it that you can do right now? Yeah. Because if you start writing out and you're like, oh, I actually couldn't start that one. I have to, like you keep going, you'll end up getting a step that you can take. And it's going to actually tell your brain, oh, growth mindset. I'm taking a step forward in this. Right. It's going to be the antidote to fear. We talk about in every one of these episodes. You're getting a micro win that yeah. helps you celebrate. Yeah. That helps your mindset. Yeah. Gives you uh, confidence. Yeah. So I've actually, like, I have, I have also been making my own lunch now. Like every, like Brad is not yeah. watching me go. <laughs> and it's actually a real lunch. <laughs> it is a real lunch. It is. We have more dishes to do every day now. So anyways, that's the other side of that. Well, I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Crowell. How are we going to use these tips in your life? Let us know. I want you to screenshot this episode, tag the Be It Pod. You can now tag Cactus Daddy. Um, you can also tag Coach Casey Joe with your takeaways. Please do this so we know what you're doing. We want to celebrate you. We want to be cheerleaders for you in your DMs because we know how much you need that. I need that. We're, you're all human beings. It's okay to need people to high five you for what you're doing. So tag us and let us know um, how you knew this and share it with someone else who needs this. If you have a friend in your life who's like, ooh, they got a fixed mindset around me nuts, just send them this episode and it'll just, you don't have to say anything. It'll just nudge them right along. So thank you so much. And until next time, be it till you see it. Bye for now.
that's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of As the Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. <laughs>